Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Welcome back, listeners. Today we're going to talk about why Clay is an asshole. Uh, there's many reasons why I'm an asshole. <laughs> there's so many reasons. <laughs> I, I know there's a lot of reasons. Uh, one of the main ones is my lack of empathy. Yeah. I didn't have to look the word up. I know what it means. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm hoping. No, it's I, not a hard word. <laughs> I just know I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, I know this too. <laughs> I know I don't have it when I see a situation that can be solved. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I wouldn't have to have empathy for the situation mm-hmm. if you fixed the situation. I understand. I mean, I I exist in a different world than you. Because you're female? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no, because uh, my job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a different circumstance completely. Yeah. Um, you know, my my job is to work with people, and I have to have empathy. I work with people. Yeah, but you you don't need to have empathy in your position. It's really hard to describe this without actually talking about our jobs yeah, in yeah. detail. But you don't you don't need to to have as much empathy as your, as your job than, than, there, than what more, I do. There's more cut and dry for what I do. Yeah. Right? It's not black and white. There's a yeah. lot of gray. Yeah. But, yeah, my lack of empathy. I don't think it's a work-related thing. Yeah. I think it's just, uh, honestly, I think it's a guy-related thing. Maybe. And the reason I say it is, do you watch Modern Family? No. I don't either. But somebody sent me a clip, and there's a guy, I don't know the actor's name, I don't know his character's name, but he was at the salon. Mm-hmm. So it was just him and a bunch of ladies. And so yeah. he's wearing his towel, he's getting his nails done, and he's just chatting with the girls. Just one guy with like seven different girls. Mm-hmm. And most of them are working there, and some of them are like right beside him, you know, with their towels on and whatever they're getting done. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a spa, but it looked like he was doing spa stuff. Mm-hmm. And his wife calls, and he picks it up, and... She's like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. And he's like, yeah, me too. And he covers up the phone. He looks around the ladies and he shakes his head because he's just at the spot, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, their, their daughter, I don't know her name, her shirt got like ripped or torn or lost. Mm-hmm. And she's like, before she gets home from school, I need to go find that exact shirt. Yeah. And he's like, well, why don't you just do this? And she's like, that's not going to work. He's like, well, I don't see why it wouldn't. She doesn't wear that shirt a lot. You just buy her a new shirt and just say, hey, here's what happened. And she goes, no, I need to find that exact shirt. She's like, well, I don't, I don't think you, you do. She's like, you have no idea what you're dealing with here. So you just, can you please just bear with me for a second and listen to me? He's like, oh, okay. So he listens. She has, you know, this plan that is four hours in the making to do. Yeah. To get done, to solve this thing that he thinks can be solved in like four seconds. Mm-hmm. And then he hangs with the phone and then he starts asking the people in the room. He's like, what am I doing wrong? Right. Yeah. Why is she so angry at me? And they're explaining to him, as a guy, you want to solve the problem. Yeah. Sometimes people just want to be listened to. Yeah. Right? And he's like, I don't get it. She goes, because you're a guy. You want to solve the problem. You found a solution, but she didn't want a solution. Mm -hmm. She just wanted somebody to talk to. Yeah. And she wanted him to say, hmm, I understand. Mm -hmm. I feel for you. I totally recognize that. And he's like, yeah, but the problem still isn't solved. Yeah. And the girls are like, well, at the end of the day, it's not really a problem. And he's like, it will be when I get home and it's not fixed. Yeah. Because what she's doing won't make it work. Mm-hmm. So he, he learns and then his wife calls back and she starts freaking out again. And he's like, oh, I understand. I feel for you. Oh, honey, that's sad. Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to fix it? And she gives her a solution. He's like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Good job. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she says bye and he says bye. And all the girls are like clapping for him because he, he did an amazing job with his empathy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know I got to do it. You got to solve the problem. Why would yeah. you want to live with a problem? Uh, I want to say that's totally not a guy versus girl thing. I don't think it is anyway. I think it's just how people, um, it's just like, like, it's like the love language thing. It's how they show their concern and appreciation and their support. Um, people all do it differently. Um, like I also do that all the time. I also try to solve people's problems, and my father also does. Like it runs. It's 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 our kind of characteristic. Versus that's why I fight with my mom all the time, 
because when she complains about stuff, I'm like, do this, do that, do this. Yeah. And she and she gets really frustrated. So I don't think it's a guy versus girl. I think it's um, you know, just how you react to problems in your own life and then you want to try to help people in the same way if you are a good problem solver you want to also use your problem solving skills to help other people but i also did learn that uh i learned that around the same time as you where i was like oh shit sometimes i just got to listen to people and actually made it more more sense because now i can express when I just want to be listened to because my dad also does that and people in my life like I'd be like oh my job like I'm just so annoyed today when you quit and my dad yeah my dad's like just quit <laughs> just quit your job that's not going to solve that problem though right well he's like you know get it go and go into something else yeah I'll just throw away six years of studying yeah to go well, you can, yeah, kind of you can go into related fields, so when, but... when you just want to be listened to have you already decided what the solution is or do you care if you solve the solution you just want to do you want to bitch about it and you Mm -hmm. know there's no solution like do you bitch about it because you don't have a solution but you also don't want to be told what the solution is um i mean i don't care what the solution is and i don't like it's gonna it's gonna work i'm a good problem solver it's gonna work itself out but in the moment like the economy it's good exactly um i it's cathartic it's cathartic to bitch. It's cathartic yeah. to be like, this motherfucking piece of shit said this fucking thing to me today and just be able to like yell about it a little bit or laugh about it or do whatever and just get all the emotions out. It's extremely cathartic. I, I Sometimes I want to... Um, because because I'm in a position where people kind of unload on me. Yeah. Like I get a lot of shitty attitude from people because I'm kind of the target sometimes in my job. Um, I'm in control. I'm in charge of a lot of people. Um, and they, if they have a bad attitude, it's almost like being a parent, you know, when your kid, your kid comes home and they treat you worse than they treat other adults, Yeah. you know? And I, I, I have really great relationships with the people I work with and sometimes I am their punching bag and they are, they're young. And so I can't. In my position, I understand that I sometimes I need to be, and I can't really address it in that moment. I can come back, I can fix it later, but in that moment, there's not much I can do, and so I just kind of have to hold it in and say, you know, and 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 draw my line and say like this is inappropriate. You cannot talk to me, and and then I'll go back and address it later. But then I go home still with those feelings of like I had to deal with a lot of people's bullshit today, and so I just want to unload my bullshit. So that's different than having a problem that can be solved, though, right? Like you said, somebody yeah. treated me like shit and yelled at me. Yeah, you know, that sucks, yeah. which I get that. That, that. I hate when that happens to me. Yeah. But you can't really solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my, t- my car's got a flat tire. This sucks. I'm going to be late for work. Yeah. Well, instead of bitching about it, take the tire off and put on your spare. Like, stop complaining about it. Like, for every yeah. moment you spend complaining about it is a moment you're going to be later for work. Yeah. But people tend to do that. Absolutely. And I don't have empathy for that if I see a solution. And if I give them a solution, I'm, I'm an asshole because I gave yeah. the solution. Which I, I get they wanted to be heard. Yeah. They didn't want the problem. They probably already knew how to solve it. They wanted to bitch about it first yeah. and then they were going to solve it. But I jumped to the, the solving bandwagon right away. Um, I don't know. I fall in the middle. I like to bitch about things sometimes. Like we were talking about the weather today and how it's mid-March. And... Um, usually at this point we still have snow everywhere and it's been very warm and beautiful and then it starts snowing again and I was in a very grumpy mood today even though I just told you I am fully aware that March is usually snowy oh yeah and I was fully aware that we were going to get snow but it still made me grumpy all day long (laughs) Um, so I'm kind of in the middle somewhere where my emotions can get the best of me but I think what I've realized in like working with, and for myself too, but working with people is you don't know what, what which straw this is. You don't know. Oh, I don't know their day. You don't know their day. Yeah. This one thing is a break. It could be a breaking point for them where they're like, I literally do not have the energy, the motivation, the, I don't have the brain power to solve this problem right now because everything just fucking sucks. But this you also don't straw. want it solved by someone else. Yeah. You just want to let it out. Yeah, it's very overwhelming to me. When people, um, I was telling you, like, in my personal life with my health and stuff, I mean, that's something that's very personal. Like, it's something yeah. that's it's very hard to talk about. Well, I didn't know if you were going to when I asked the questions. I, yeah. I had no idea if you were going to. I was like, do I ask her? I'm sure yeah. I'll, I'll hear about it. Yeah. But maybe not right now. No, it's just, it's just annoying to talk about because it's frustrating. I mean, we, we have control over our health to a certain point. Yeah. 
some of it we don't. I yeah. don't have control over it in, in many aspects. But, you know, my trainer was like, you know what? You know, sometimes people tell you hard truths where you're like, again, I'm like, I'm complaining about this, complaining about that. And it's like, you know what? You just have to make big changes in your life, big changes. And that is extremely overwhelming to me. And I think it's overwhelming for everyone. Look at the pandemic. Look how many people have just literally lost their minds over wearing masks. Look how many people have just, they're completely different people. Their whole personality has changed. They're, they're like radicals now because the government is the, the freedom, taking over. The freedom rally? Yeah. And normal people. And they're, they're becoming this because people don't react well to change. It's extremely traumatic on the brain to go through change. Can I tell you a freedom rally thing on a side note here? Yeah. The Freedom Rally. It's announced all over Facebook for the local town, right? And then you see it through town. There's 60 vehicles driving with flags, honking, going four kilometers an hour. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get from point A to point B, and it takes me 10 minutes longer because, you know, Jim Bob, who doesn't have a job, is driving around town honking to somehow support freedom. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm still on the same road he is, so... Do I not have freedom? Is he if not allowed to do it? You're that? a sheep because you wear a mask. Okay, yeah, there it is. And uh, somebody was bitching on an online group about uh, Dairy Queen. Their mm-hmm. ice cream, you know, was half melted when they got it or whatever. And somebody posted underneath, get the Freedom Rally, guys. They can make it right for you. Yeah. <laughs> I started laughing my ass off. <laughs> Screenshot it showed everybody because it's just hilarious. Yeah, like, it's funny. The Freedom Rally, if you want to do some good, fix the fucking ice cream. That's yeah. what you want. Yeah. You know, you should Freedom Rally... The McDonald's ice cream machine. It's true. They're always closed. I wouldn't mind a milkshake every day. Yeah. I'd probably die in a week. Yeah. But it's so good. What a way <laughs> to go. But their ice cream machine is never working. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That's fair. Freedom rally. Sorry. No, I understand. I, I get it. I don't know. It's just... So guys and girls are different. I don't think so. I, no? I I am with many, like I said, just different people, different young people and stuff. I get to watch people mature and come into their own kind of personalities and stuff and um no I see it I see it across the board I see you know some boys that are very blunt and then some that are very sensitive and they they want to you know want to complain and they want I have some that are like can bounce back from anything and every day they're very positive and some that literally every word that comes out of their mouth is a complaint so what do you think would be in your personal opinion a more healthy lifestyle the negative person a mix or the positive person I'm very biased for this question. Well, I'm not asking for no reason. <laughs> um, I think I think it's a mix um, because I think I mean everyone wants to be a good problem solver, but I think I I have to agree on the side of you're an asshole sometimes. No, oh, no, I get it. Because 100%. if you don't know what it's like or have no interest at all in that kind of cathartic complaining venting thing. Um, then it's really hard for you to sympathize and have empathy for people who, yeah, sure, they're complaining about something really small, but even just asking, like, is there something else going on? You know, like, are you in the... Like, my question is always, like, are you in the right... Is today a good day to fix it? That's a good question. Like, that's literally it. Is today a good day to fix it? From now on, I should just ask, do you want to fix it? Because I have got a daughter who freaks out about a lot of shit. Yeah. And I, I joked with her the other day that because when she freaks out, the, the whole world stops. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what we're doing, where we're going, she has a meltdown. Mm-hmm. She's 12 years old. I, I'm looking forward to the next six years. Good luck. Teenager, mm-hmm. girl. But I'm sure it'll be fine. And I, I was joking because she, she makes me late for things because, you know, she can't find her one shoe she's looking for. Even though she mm-hmm. has five pairs of shoes, she needs that one pair right now and that's it. The world is shutting down unless I wear that shoe. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I was like, I'm going to go pick up a bunch of like paper make some flashcards and it's gonna be like a like a diagram and it'll be like do i have a problem yes or no and then she has to follow the thing yes i do have a problem did you try and fix it yes or no and she yeah. has to follow it down and when she gets down to the bottom she shows me it's like all right it looks like we're solving the problem today instead of complaining about it yeah and she's just laughing she goes you think that'll work because like it'll make my life funnier yeah because if she has to sit there and take time to look at the the, the chart <laughs> yeah. by then she's probably thought like okay i can fix it i'll no longer freak out yeah. and it's going to take the same amount of time that i'm going to be late with her going through the chart than yeah. it would be with us arguing about how we're going to fix it yeah or that we're going to fix it or hey this is what we're going to substitute for right now until we can get it fixed yeah it's the same amount of time but i think it's more fun way to spend that time than yeah. argumentative i doubt she's she's gonna bat that thing away <laughs> there's just no way she's even gonna look at it and then i'm just gonna get in my car and drive away and yeah. she won't go to gymnastics yeah and then i'm gonna get in trouble from her mom because yeah. i didn't take her to gymnastics yeah 
Um, I don't know. It's really tough. I mean, uh, I love, I, I do a lot of work looking at like psychology and the brain and mental health and stuff. And the brain is so ridiculously powerful. Like, and we all have kind of set characteristics already of how we problem solve and how we yeah. react to things. Um, some of us are more resilient than others. Um, it's a mixture of nature versus nurture. Like we are born with certain inherent characteristics, but we also, things happen in our life that can make us more resilient or make us a lot less resilient. Daddy? Um, yeah, unfortunately. Daddy? Uh, <laughs> But, you know, and it's, it's hard because, you you know, I, I, I totally understand as someone who, you know, has who is in the middle, who has different kinds of days, I understand both sides, you know, and it depends. Again, I don't want to make it a girl versus boy thing. I know oh, that I for not. me, some like of mine is definitely hormones as a female. Like there are some weekends where I'm with my boyfriend and there's just like, I, you can tell, like I'm just fidgety and ugh. Like, I literally make just ugh, and growl noises and just sighs. And my boyfriend's I wish like, I could see the look on my face like, right now because I'm quite confused. Yeah. But I'm like, he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I feel gross. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, in the inside, I feel gross. I'm not, I don't feel sick. I don't feel, I'm not like, you know, like self-conscious. I just, I feel like my muscles are tightening for no reason. And does he have empathy? Yeah. See, I would be like, okay, fix it. See, but I can't. And I literally, and I get so frustrated. I kick my feet a lot, like a child. But like, I'll be sitting there and I get, like I am right now, I'm starting to, is that like a tick? I'm starting to shake my legs because I always, I bounce my legs and like move my feet a lot. Because yeah. I get this like restless leg and I get this anxiety. And, and often it's because of hormones. Often because I'm going to get my period or something. Um, I can't control it. I just can't. It, it doesn't, and I feel so bad. And like, sometimes on the weekend when I go to leave, I'm like, was I that annoying all weekend? Like, He's not going to say yes. Oh, he will. Why? Absolutely, he would. Why? Because I'm, you know, like, and, and he'll have to tell me things of, like, you know, the fun stuff that we did. Because I only focus on the negative sometimes. But So you're definitely a down-the-middle negative positive. Yeah. I try, I go back and forth. Yesterday, I had one of the best days in a long time. The whole day, every part of my day was just hilarious and fun. And I laughed all day. And it was just so exciting. It was just a great day. Today, completely opposite. You know, I came to work and within the first five minutes, I was pissed off at something and it never changed for the rest of the day. I literally, every hour was like, just a reminder, I'm pissed off today. Do you look for things to make you angry after that? Yeah, absolutely. When, when I go to work and I see something that was supposed to be done the night before by the yeah. person I paid to do that job yeah. and it's not done, yeah, I go out of my way to find 10 other things that they could have done. I mm-hmm. didn't do. Mm-hmm. And then when they start their next shift, we have a little sit down. I was yeah. like, I'm paying for a service, essentially, from yeah. you. When you don't provide that service, I feel like I'm being ripped off. Yeah. And if I get ripped off, I have to somehow make that money back. Yeah. And that money's only going to come from you working less. So if you don't want to make more money, you can keep doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. And you will tend to not have as much money. That's fair. Is it though? Is, it, is that bullying? No, it's I mean, they have a job, job expectation, right? It's not like they are doing, yeah. I expect more than what I expect. I expect what is on my little lists. I get you. Um, I have the same, you know, like the people that I work with, they have jobs they have to do. And it is my job to make sure they get them done. Um, and when they don't, it's very difficult because it's very hard to make somebody do something. It's really hard to force them to do it. Um, Especially when you're already getting paid to do it. You know your position. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. But just the age group I work with and stuff, I tend to approach it differently, I guess. I never thought being a child trafficker would be so stressful for you. <laughs> thank I you. I thought you'd be so good at it. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Right? Just simple. It's so right? simple. You just but I care too much snatch about and mental grab. Health. Snatch, <laughs> grab, click some cash. I care too much about <laughs> mental health, I guess. Well, they probably but. are under a lot of stress being taken from their families and sold to other families. That's horrible. But In yeah. case you've never listened to the show before, not a lot of it is serious. So please don't believe. I'm not a human trafficker. No. Yeah. I, I, I don't, promise. I don't consider them humans. Most of them are female. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I promise. I just don't like to talk about my job that much. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just I, I tend to see things different. It's also like... Again, I, I can't think of the words for it right now. I'm tired. But um, You should watch Modern people, Family. They'll probably explain it. Probably. People, they need... It's like when people talk about love languages and shit. Um, people need certain things to feel 
um, not just in like a romantic relationship, but any relationship, they need, um, they show their love and their appreciation and their support in different mm-hmm. ways, right? Now we're talking about that. And for some people, there's things like gift giving, right? Yeah. They, if they want to show their love to you, they're going to buy you little treats and stuff. And that's how they show their thinking of you and stuff like that. For me, one of the things that I need is, um, which I'm fully like, I joke about it all the time, is I need reassurance, right? Like I, because I struggle with mental health issues, there's definitely been times in my life where I've called my boyfriend and been like, I just need you to tell me that everything's okay. Because my head is telling me that things are not okay. And my head's telling me that you don't like me the same way anymore or like something's changed. So I just need you to reassure me that I'm So that wouldn't be a medication thing helping you with that. That's just like... Can Can I get a medication thing to help me with it? Yeah, but I mean, would you need it? Because no. it's not an everyday feeling, right? No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's just something I have to manage. But if it was an everyday feeling, you'd be at a doctor, right? Oh, absolutely. I have. You, you wouldn't just be calling people and be like, I have. Hey, no. can you tell me how great I am? It's like, I don't know you. No, can I don't you want stop that. Calling this number? I just want people to reassure me. But I do, I like approval. You know? like Who doesn't? I, I have, um, I, I like to be told that I did a good job. I like to be told that I'm good at what I do. Um... When people come to me and, and tell me those things, it makes me do better, continue to do better at my job and the things that I love to do. Um, and it's not just related to, like I said, the mental health one is part of it. Like I definitely sometimes need um, reassurance with my anxiety. But at the same time, I've also been left to be completely like on my own in terms of my job. And in in, when I first started, um, there was... There's a bug. Uh, <laughs> Spring is hit. There's a bug that floated by. Um, it's true. But anyway, um, I was definitely like left alone to like you work it out and you figure it out um, because I'm not going to tell you every step of the way if you're doing a good job. And that, I'm, I'm good with that. Like I, I have independence for sure, but I do like reassurance. Um, so I try to afford that to other people. Like I try to um, – we have – with my job, we always have a thing that's – essentially and I think this is goes for everyone it's meet them where they're at meet them where they're at figure out where that person is right now what they're like not physically where they're at mentally what are what's going on in their life what's going on with their attitude what if because they share the best way to get everything to get any, to get well I mean you can by clues you can kind of figure some stuff out but the best way if you're gonna get the best work out of anyone yeah or the best relationship out of anyone, or whatever it is, you meet them where they're at and push them just a little bit further, right? We've learned that setting the benchmark at one spot for everyone is not going to work. It's not. Your your high achievers are going to reach it, and everyone else is going to fail and leave and not try anymore, right? The only way to get people as a whole, as society, to progressively get better and and improve as a whole is to meet them where they're at and push them just one step further and for everyone that looks differently like it looks different right like it's just everyone's so you know telling people to solve their problem like for me i deal with people from with mental health issues and stuff and i can't you know i can't tell someone to take medication even if they're getting it every they have those feelings every day instead what i ask them is like tell me about your schedule tell me about your life um do you get enough sleep like do you get enough sleep every night and they're like well you know sometimes i stay up on my phone or do whatever and i'm like can you stop doing that like can you try literally even like three minutes less time yeah and go to bed a little bit earlier. I get you know? stoked on Sunday morning when my phone tells me what my hours on my phone are. Yeah. From the last week. Mine's horrible. I, I I love it when it's like, oh, three hours this week. I'm like, that's awesome. Because it was five two weeks ago. Yeah. So three, I'm happy with that benchmark. Yeah. I'm so happy with that. And then I had a four hours, 17 minutes last week. I'm like, what were you Fuck. doing? Like, yeah. Uh, I was on a road trip though. Yeah. So yeah. I was in a car. So See, I listen to music at the gym and stuff yeah. and it counts that. I was at work but, listening to podcasts and watching yeah. like clips of stuff. So it's using Yeah, it. it's kind of ridiculous. And same with like texting and stuff. It's not just wasting all your time. But there was one weekend where I had a week off with my partner 
uh, and we were at his house. So not traveling or anything, like just at his house. And I had a week off and I just didn't want to deal with my, I have um, like a Fitbit watch as well. So all my texts, all my emails come right to my wrist as well. So I took off my watch, put my phone away and spent a week at his house. And at the end of the week, my fucking screen time was 20 minutes. That's awesome. It's never been that low in my entire life. And it was just me texting my family. I got rid of all my notification settings. I got texts, notifications, and alarms. Yeah, that's good. Nothing else comes up on my phone. I'll check my email when I check it. I'll check Messenger when I check it. I'll check Instagram when I check it. You know, Pornhub app when I check. Okay, that's, that's probably the whole four hours, 17 minutes. Yeah, it's minutes. true. That's all of it. But yeah, no, so I got rid of all my notifications because yeah. I don't I don't need access to somebody making a comment about a dog on someone else's. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. I don't need this. The phones are ridiculous. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. When it comes to people solving their problems, um, especially this year with mental health, people have no patience. People don't have... Everyone's going to freak out about everything because we're all in an agitated state. We're all suffering from essentially a trauma all at the same time. Our lives have been changed and uprooted without our permission. Yeah. Um, With and no so, real end in sight. Exactly. We keep the bar keeps moving. And we're not in control. You take away anybody's control over themselves in their life. Yeah. And you're going to see. It's like putting a dog in a cage. You know, like we, you're going to see them fight back and you're going to see them um, go through trauma. I see kids not doing that though. They're just they're just like, oh, video games. That's my life now. Um, I don't. I think there's a lot. Um, it's hard because I I don't think parents. Maybe I see, see kids it. under the age of twelve. You don't. You see older. Yeah. Right. They're. I see between. I see. Uh, yeah. I see preteen. Yeah. To fifteen, <laughs> like kind of that age group. But um, I think when they're together, they. Yeah, I mean, they definitely go home and play but a, a lot of stuff. But I think when they're together, when when you really confront them about it, especially ones who have hobbies and stuff like that, and ask them, like, how do you feel that you can't play soccer this year? Yeah. They'll show it really quick. And they don't have they don't have a lot of as much patience. Um, the kids are the most resilient, though. Out of any... Like, we know this. Um, this is proven. Out of any age group ever, kids and teenagers are the most resilient. Throw an adult. Take any adult... Throw them back in school. Throw them in a college class. See how they're gonna do. It's been years I'm just since they. I'm thinking about it right now. It's like no pass. Yeah, it's it's been years since they've tried to learn anything like that. Like, yeah. um, kids are so like you can throw a new program at them and they can figure it out. I mean, they're I gonna like complain learning. about it. Oh I, yeah, I love learning. I don't really want to write an essay on it. Yeah, it's give tough. me all the stuff to read. Give me as many questions to answer. Just, yeah. Please don't make I me cite essays. anything. Oh my god, that's my life. <laughs> I don't need to read copies someone else's work. I don't like writing them either. Like I'm in college. I enjoy writing. I enjoy the storytelling. Yeah. I love it. I think I'm good at it. Yeah. But I but... don't want to regurgitate someone else's mm-hmm. work. My that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I study psychology and stuff like that. So uh, it's a lot of research. But I don't, kids are super resilient. Kids will bounce back. People talk about like, oh, this pandemic is going to affect kids' education because they miss school for, you know, five months or something. No, it won't. Like, do you remember one single assignment that you had in grade six that made you smart? Like one single assignment where you're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Now that I've done this, I, I am intelligent forever. I read the movie The K. Yeah. And I did a diorama of The K. Yeah. And that changed your life. That's some dude protect a little kid from a hurricane on an island. <laughs> yeah, sure. And that's all I remember. Yeah. And I remember my Smurfs. Yeah. I used some of the, the hammocks and stuff for my yeah. Smurf toys on the thing. And then one of the kids in class was told to throw away all the dioramas. And he just threw away everybody's stuff. Oh, no. And we came into school the next day. And everybody's like, I had stuff on there I wanted to take home. He's like, teacher told me to throw it all out. Yeah. We're like, all right, cool. Thanks, teacher. Weird. <laughs> so years later, I found that Smurf and bought that hammock. That's hilarious. I'm so proud of myself. There you go. It's in a box now. See, and if you suddenly had to go home from school and miss that time, you wouldn't be a different person today. Other than you wouldn't have had to buy another Smurf toy. The amount of money? Okay, it's like four bucks. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Kids are really resilient. They are going to, I mean, they're definitely feeling it. But adults are not resilient. You know, we have a really hard time with change and stuff like that. I don't know. I try. Like I said, you you know, you told me we we're going to talk about empathy. And I, is really funny because like, I was like, I'm a very, I am an empathetic person. I care a lot about how people feel. I want to make people feel safe, feel heard. 
Um, I want to make people feel valuable. Um, you know, I've seen firsthand people struggle with mental health. Yeah. I've seen some really traumatic things. And I never want anyone, anyone. I don't care. I could, it could be like my, I, people I fucking hate. And I never want to see someone go through that. It's like somebody who gets a diagnosis of, for cancer. Like, I don't wish that on the vast majority of people in the world. There's a couple. Sure. <laughs> vast but, majority? Don't you mean even higher than that? Like, like the 99.9% yeah, percentile? There's a couple. Yeah. Sure. But <laughs> most people, I wouldn't wish those things on people. So I, I like to think that I'm a very empathetic person. But sometimes I'm just not. Like, there's sometimes where I, 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 I go, I give people um, so much rope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I string them along and at one point, especially when I get to know them, I can confidently say my whole thing of like, I've met you where you're at. Okay, I've given you these breaks. I've given you help. I've given you the support. You know, I've go, gone above and beyond to accommodate you. And I know, I know, I know I'm not in your head, but I know you can do this next step. I know you can. And I've supported you and given you everything you need to do it. You just have to decide to do it. You just have to decide to solve that problem or to do that one step. And that's when I start to lose empathy. Which, and, and there's there's an extent. We, I, I'm not the most patient person in the world. Don't say. It's true. Also, I'm not very patient at all. <laughs> also, I tend to be a very different person um, when I leave work. Like, there's, um, I like, I just, I have almost like a professional personality, right? It's like a second side of me. I'm like, I'm a two-faced bitch. Uh, because most people in my personal life have a hard time picturing me in my work roles because I am a different person. Like I, I ask my, I ask, you know, my coworkers and my people, like, who do you think I am outside? Like, yeah. what do I do on the weekends? And they're just like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, like, cause it's so different. And so sometimes because I can't carry everything home with me from work, sometimes I come off a little bit less empathetic when I leave work because I'm about me is me time yeah I get selfish and I like I like that I can be selfish I need to work on being more selfish more often I keep thinking about you're different between work and not work yeah you're not at all I'm no matter what the situation is I'm the same yeah I know like no matter what it is I know meeting with like parents I know meeting with parents of my kids friends at work yeah. It, it's it's all the same. I know. It's it's just... <laughs> I am completely we're, different. We're all here to have a, a good time, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Nothing really has to be too serious if it doesn't have to be serious. Yeah. Like you said, cancer diagnosis, pretty fucking serious. Yeah. Not really a time to make a joke, right? Same with mental health. But you, know, you gotta learn. I know you're going to, but uh, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. I, I know I shouldn't. Yeah. I'm at that point where I'm on the teeter-totter. It's like... If I balance a little bit this way, yeah, it won't balance. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We all. I, it's, it's a hard. Um, it's a hard thing to balance. You know, I have to call you out though. As soon as you said empathy and you talked about work, there was one specific moment that. Were you sick? Nope. There was one moment that I vividly remember. Was that it about a boy? I lost. Nope. Was it about another coworker? <laughs> it's very funny to me that you're listing was it all about of the things. <laughs> was it about another coworker? No. There was one thing you said to me where, in that moment, I stopped caring about my job. Okay. Oh no. Are, I, you, I, are you ready? To oh hear yeah. It? I, I get that with everybody who's ever worked for me. Yeah. Right. It but happens. I, I stopped. But um, then they continued to work for me for like five more years. Yeah, I was out after that. I did quit when I was like 18. Yeah. I came back. Yeah. You know, it, it's fine, but I, I never really recovered from it, and it's because of the, to me, empathy, but also because I need reassurance. Mm. I need, I need. So you can't wear a sign above your head that says, "Hey." Right. I just need someone to be like, "Good job." And guess what? You don't say "good job" often. <laughs> there was one yeah. weekend. Maybe my expectations are way too high. There was one weekend, where. Like, every time you went away, mm-hmm. you and your family went away, there would be a group of people put in charge to run your work yeah. for the weekend or yeah. for whatever, whatever, right? Now, me and my friends are teenagers, <laughs> 
and we're in charge. Uh, sometimes you just got to go with it. Yeah, I mean, we were good. We were good at our jobs. I mean, I don't know? think we would. I don't think we've really ever put anybody in charge that didn't wasn't capable of doing. Absolutely, it, right? no. I love doing it. I I'm, think... I'm not going to hand away my business to somebody that I thought. Yeah. Uh, well, they might burn it down when I'm gone, but hey, fuck! I really need to go away this weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, and I will say, I need to preface this story with. I am who I am because I worked for you. Like, uh, my That's work ethic weird. my work ethic definitely came from my parents. My parents had a really high expectations for me. Yeah. But it also was reinforced by working for you who also had high expectations in work ethic. And so, you know, I am successful at what I do because of the work ethic that, you know, I had when I was a teenager. And I had lots of great times working for you. But, but... <laughs> You would go away and we would work our fucking asses off and be so stressed about it. And like just trying to have your friends work for you when you're the same age. And you're their boss. And you're their boss is just so fucking stressful already. And then having the added pressure of like we are literally in charge. There is no one to call. Like, we make all the rules and the decisions. Yeah, but I mean, we're a phone call away. If Depending you on where you were. If you need it. Well, sometimes it wasn't like on the moon a, or anything. Sometimes, well, sometimes different countries or stuff like that, right? And uh, anyway, so when you come back from the weekends, we... I, like, I'm literally getting anxiety. My heart's beating faster just thinking about it. Because the first day you came back, yeah, we were all fucking terrified. Because we knew you were going to come in and find everything that we did wrong. Everything and there was one time. Was there something wrong? Yeah, I mean, like some like very simple things, like. Well, in all fairness, it was that simple. Why was it wrong? <laughs> like, there was an expired thing oh. out, or like, you know, there was, you know, you you work yeah, with the public, yeah. you yeah. know that things go wrong, and sometimes you have to fix it. Yeah. But there was one weekend in particular. Where you came back. And you were gone for a little while, probably five days or so, and you came back and you looked through everything, looked through the paperwork, and went, okay. And we all just went like, what? Okay. Nothing was wrong. And you were like, mm-hmm. And we're like, okay. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm on pins and needles right now. We're like, good. <laughs> we, were, we, did, we did good. And then you just, you just walked away. And we all just went, but we did good, right? Do you think I found something wrong? No. <laughs> you, you didn't. You never, ever found anything wrong. And we just went, like, all of us, like, literally were like, in the last five days, I worked literally all of it all the time as a teenager who doesn't really care that much. I just like money. Yeah. And I was like, I put my heart and soul into this. And you just went, "Mm mm-hmm, and walked away. And we all just went, can I I get a thank thank you? Just a thank you. It would be nice. And my heart died that day. Would you like? Would you like to? I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It died that day. I just wanted you to appreciate the hard work that we put in, and you didn't. You failed me. I took you to Disneyland. Yeah, eventually. Well, that was before that. But I still did. <laughs> it's true. So I, still, you to- I still did. You totally did take us right. to Disneyland. So it's or take people, uh, a few of us, to Disneyland. Took you to BC. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because I think you're, like I said. I'm somebody who gives constant reassurance because I need constant reassurance. Yeah. See, I don't You're know that. Somebody... I, I'm learning that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and which is information, as Adam Sam would say, would have been more helpful to me yeah. yesterday. But this is the thing. Like, we've been friends for most of my life. Yeah. And we still learn things about each other. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why people get divorced 40 years into a marriage. This is, like, people still don't quite understand because some people's, the way their love language, the way they show their love. Wait, do we have a love language? Everyone does. Like, it, oh, that's how you show your, your appreciation and love with people. I say, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So mine is like, I give appreciation. Like, I tell everyone they're doing a great job because I need that. But some people, when they hear me do that, take it as, like, patronizing. Me being like, oh, you're doing really, really good. They're like, okay, fuck off. Like, yeah. I don't need you, you know, I don't need you to reassure me. Yeah. Um, so, like, someone like you, you, like, I, th- right, I think right away of gifts, our incentives and everything to show that we did a great job yeah. were gifts. You like giving but that's not gifts. What you, needed. you like rewarding people. You give them rewards. You like um, incentives and rewards. Yeah, like hey, I'll work because you work next for them. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations. But you work for those too, right? Like I'm sure in your own head, your goals are probably set up in your own head like rewards. 
Uh, vacations, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I work for this. I yeah. deserve it. Do yeah. you ever feel guilty D- taking vacations or or going I, I or buying I, yourself something nice? No, the amount of hours I put in when I calculate it, I I work like twenty six hundred hours a year. Yeah. And the average for a forty hour work week is mm. two thousand hours a year. Yeah. So I work like a quarter more. Yeah. Than most people. Mm-hmm. But I take a lot of time off. But my time off is very short. Yeah. Right? So I'll go away and I'll do like two countries in four days. Yeah. And then I'm back. Yeah. So my vacations are a little bit different. They're a whirlwind fast. Absolutely. But, but I, you I deserve them. I do. Cause for the, I, I feel for the time I put in. Yeah. And the effort I put in, I can take that time. That's good. I tell people all the time, in your life, you should go to bed every night feeling proud of yourself. Like you Absolutely. should, you should like that's the answer. You know, when people, when you go to bed every night and you, um, are upset with yourself or, you know, you feel like you didn't live up to something, that's how you develop mental health problems. You, you need to feel proud of yourself. It doesn't yourself. change. Right? right. You need to feel proud of yourself. And so I fully, I'm the same way when I go on a vacation, I fucking, I deserve every second of that. Um, but I think, yeah, like you, you give people rewards and you give yourself rewards and that's how you show appreciation. Yeah. Um, it's not constant reassurance. That's not your. That's not the way you do it. No. Did I know that when I was sixteen? No. Did I know that when you were sixteen? <laughs> no, exactly. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and cry about it. Um, I, I thought it was an interesting story to bring into the conversation. I would love to. Everybody I hire have like a checklist. You can. No, you can. Like my job did it. Which political party do you follow? No, no, you can't do that. Which religious? No, nope, no, nope, back up. What's your sexual preference? No, no, no. Oh, okay. My lists are way different. Um. You, you're not going to want to do it. This is a solution you're not going to want to take. But my job did it where everyone had to do um, like these questionnaires. Like and a self-assessment? Did. No, they had, you had to do, had to do like an hour-long like weird quiz thing. And what it was is like a strengths test. Okay. And it tells you... Um, what kind of potato you are. Yes. <laughs> are you a fry? Are you a baked potato? It's BuzzFeed. It was an hour-long BuzzFeed quiz. But no, it was, it's, but the thing is, it costs our, it costs our, our like my employer yeah. a lot of money because it's through like a, it's a very Company. like scientific yeah. thing. Um, but they, they go over your strengths and you get your top five strengths back of things that you, like the way that you process information, the mm-hmm. way you live your daily life, the priorities that you have. Like it's just, it's so intricate. These five things, they piece them together and then they take a little bit from each one and they pick out the main characteristics from each one, and they give you this profile, right? And it's of the, yourself. Yeah, it's the weirdest fucking thing. You get this essay, and they're like, this is you. And so you when read you read it, it, and you're like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. They literally explain your entire life to you. You didn't have to read it. You already knew what was you, in You there. did, but like at the yeah. same time, they point out shit to you where you're like, holy shit. You know, it allows me to have these conversations where I'm like... And like, could you imagine? This is what I try to tell a lot of people especially like going forward for job interviews and stuff like if you know who you are you know what you need to be successful you know what you need to feel successful you know what you need you know how you are going to react to other people like if you can verbalize that how much easier would it be if people that came to work for you told you hey for me to feel fulfilled and for me to feel valued here and for me to um you know, want to, to give you, you yeah. my best. These are things that are very important to me. And it's not incentives, not extra money. Like yeah, these yeah. are things of like, this is the environment that I need to be in to thrive. And most people don't know what that environment looks like hmm. until they actually find it. And they're like, holy shit. They're like, this is the happiest I've ever been. Why? Most people are not reflective enough to figure out what environment they need or why the environment works for them. I love... I love these conversations. Like, I love diving into, you know, like, I even talk about, like, ideologies and stuff. And when people talk about politics and stuff like that, you can dumb down different ideologies to basic principles, right? You Don't can, be an asshole. Well, that. But you can also say, like, hey, would you be fine with sharing some of your resources in order for another person to be a little more successful or survive? Or, you know... Get, yeah. get get further a little bit longer right that's a that's a fundamental principle yeah are you about are you an individualist or are you uh, are you a community-minded collaborative kind of person right and that's the basis and if we don't agree on it 
we are never going to agree because that's instinctual, right? It's what we personally, it's how it's, it's the values that we lead our own lives by, right? That's why everyone is so unique. And that's why we're never going to all get along is because we have these like instinctual things that we just expect everyone else to believe and everybody else to feel. But we have certain traits, certain characteristics, certain like worldviews that make us, you know, a very complex being. And it's very hard to describe what exactly that being is to other people unless you've done these tests, you've thought about it, you reflected upon it. Um, but it's crazy. Once you learn how to do that, your relationships change with everyone. You can verbalize exactly what you need in your life. So then logically, these things should be everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's it, it, like if everyone understood themselves on a deeper level, so many, again, I'm a problem solver. So many problems would be solved. If everyone just understood a little bit more, like the, the brain is insane. Like you look at like the Navy SEALs and stuff and how they can literally train to withstand torture. Like you look at the power of the brain and people just like take it for granted. They don't try to understand how their brain works or why they feel certain ways or why they think certain things. And it's, it's interesting. I don't know. It's like people, it's weird to me that people don't have an interest in themselves <laughs> and like discovering who they are on that yeah. level. I'm very discovering, love discovering who I am. Yeah. I, I love learning about yeah. everything, mm -hmm. including me. It's true. I love, um, I think one thing people have a really hard time with is. Uh, like, I never want to get mad at somebody for, like, even what I just said about, like, you know, that time in my past when yeah. I worked for you. Um, or when you see people that tweeted stuff seven years ago. I'm never a person that looks at somebody's past and says, you did that then, so you're still that person. You're still an asshole. I mean, or whatever. You did start off by saying I was an asshole. So. No, but there's so many other reasons. <laughs> oh, thank God. I'm it's, so nervous there. Um, I knew you were an asshole before that moment. Oh, thank God. And... I know that you're still an asshole, okay. even though that moment doesn't bother me anymore. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so don't worry. Your asshole status will never go away. I don't want it to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, no matter what the situation is, I'm the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's never going to really change. But yeah, I just, I hate when people judge people on like who they were in the past because I think like the biggest um, thing I think sometimes, again, it's like change. People don't like change, but sometimes like when you learn my thing is when you learn new information you have to be able to reflect and sometimes change your own opinions based on new information it's okay for you to be like huh i didn't know that before actually no my opinion has changed now but people want to be so defensive and be like no 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 i was right i was right i don't accept this new information <laughs> i am right all the time I'm, I'm ignorant to the fact i'm sorry yeah because people don't want, ever want to admit that they were wrong or, oh, right? Well, I mean, I apologize a lot for when I do wrong stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, like daily, mm -hmm. I'm saying sorry for stuff that I said or did. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Am I doing so much wrong stuff on a daily basis I need to keep apologizing? Or have I come to grips with it and I realize that apologizing is way easier than fighting. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. And... I don't apologize just to walk the other way and be like, oh, that's done. I didn't mean anything. I apologize to move on to the next step. Yeah. I mean, you apologize to enable your own behavior. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm going to tell a horrible joke that's going to offend a lot of people. But I apologize immediately. Well, I, 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 I don't understand why you would be offended by something I know. called a joke. It's true. I mean, depend, it depends on who you're delegate to if they don't know that you're joking. It's true, but, but I mean, they can always, at the end of it, be like, wow, I don't want to hear him tell a joke again, so next time he does, I'm just going to walk away. Yeah. That's okay. Yes. Right? And they're, and then I'm going to be like, oh, I don't like reality TV, so I'm just going to not watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about it and bitch about it it's because true. it's stupid fucking shit that doesn't make any sense, but it's true. you're welcome to watch it. Yeah. Right? Go for it. I'm happy that you like yeah. it. No, and I... I don't think, I also don't think that, I think that a lot of your apologies in your day, um, like you said, are preemptive. Like, I don't, I think most of the people you apologize for weren't offended in the first place. Well, it's not even about the offensive. It's when I do something wrong. Like if I, you know, forgot to pack a part of my kid's lunch. Yeah. And I find out later that I forgot to do it. It's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. And now I know that I'm going to be on top of that shit tomorrow and the next day yeah. and the day after. 
I, I don't want to fight about it. I clearly fucked up. That that kid should have got like yeah. a food snack, right, or a juice box, something that I forgot. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's just an example. Yeah. That I, I do stupid shit all day. Yeah. That warrants an apology instead of a you know like you said I'm not wrong I'm standing my ground yes, like even though you gave stupid. me the information that my kid went to school without gloves in minus 30 yeah. like the teacher told me that yeah. I'm like no you're wrong I yeah. packed them it's like if I didn't know if I packed them right away it's like I am so sorry yeah. you are 100% right with that but if I found out my fucking kid had him in his backpack I'd be pretty pissed off because <laughs> yeah. it makes me look like an asshole yeah, number one true. and even as I apologize I still look like the negligent dad who just like oh he's just he just fucking care if his kids free he's like no i do yeah but my kid's a moron <laughs> he just had them with the bottom of his bag and he didn't want to wear them because he wanted to make snowballs without his mittens on yeah <laughs> which i understand that because i used to do that all the time right yeah because you make a way better snowball without mittens or it's gloves because it melts a little it, it sure does yeah <laughs> right and it can hurt someone even more yeah. which is fantastic for no, snowballs i mean i, I think like it, it all of that like i try to model that a lot with like apologizing or changing my opinion. Like, there's been times where I've been a jerk at work and then I've come back the next day and, be, and been like, it does. I've been like, I've literally been like, hey, I want to talk to you guys for a second. Um, yesterday, my behavior wasn't acceptable. I'm going to own that. Um, I was having a really bad day and I took it out. Same thing like... So you, you had a bad day today, right? Yeah. At people or just for yourself? No, at people. So tomorrow, what's your day going to be like? No, no. They deserved it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it was not. only one group of people. The other one I was totally fine for. Okay. The other groups of people. I was totally... It was just these certain people. Yeah. And they pissed me off first thing in the morning. And I didn't forget it. Almost all day. And you Let's be honest. It. I was moody for like the first little bit. By the end of the day, it was definitely more of an internal like, ugh, this day kind of sucked. Uh, um, outwardly, it was fine. There was one person that I dealt with that I had very little patience for. And again, it was like, I have met with that person outside of my duties yeah ha, duty <laughs> i've met with them outside of my duties and <laughs> and gone the extra mile and been there and like i said met them where they were at gave them one other step and they just pushed it to the point where i was like this is ridiculous but then i was humbled because immediately after that person was no longer around i was told that that person is going there's something very serious going on in their personal life and so that is something I have to deal with tomorrow. But see, the rest you, of them, fuck them. But you see, you didn't meet them where they are because you didn't know, I didn't know. where they were. But tomorrow, yeah. I own up to my mistake. And oh, I, no, I feel you. And I show that I did not know all the information. And so I'm willing to adjust my the way I was thinking. Like and, how, and admit that my thinking was off because I didn't have the entire uh, information. How many times a week do you get told that you think you're right? You always think you're right. I don't. I don't get told that. You know it. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when you're not right, how easy is it to be like, "Yeah, you're right. I'm not right. Yeah. I'm wrong in that." I, I, like I said, that's like my apologies all the time. Yeah, I'm fine with it. So that like, doesn't I'm make us assholes, right? No, I don't think so. Of course you wouldn't. Because <laughs> we know everything. Your opinion of yourself is amazing. Yeah, I think I'm awesome. Yeah, me too. Except for somebody all day calling me an asshole. But whatever. That's fine. I used to treat high school kids like shit at work, whatever. Yeah. I didn't appreciate them. <laughs> it's fine. But you did. Like you said, you took us to Disneyland and stuff. It's I, just, it's really interesting. It's just, an, it's an I just, interesting. I just wanted to bring it up in a podcast of how interesting a conversation it is to literally talk to your parents, to your partner, to your kids, to your coworkers, and like literally ask them like, what kinds of things make you feel the most appreciated the most valued what kinds of things make you value yourself more um it's a really hard question to answer for people who haven't thought it through but like that well, is well you don't when, need an answer right then and there no you don't but like when people talk about like oh in relationships you need communication that's what people are talking about is like you need to explore who you are with those other people not just like tell them, at, you know, where you're going and where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing. It's not about just like the who, what, when, where, why. It's who is Gamora? <laughs> where is Gamora? Why do you better? Why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah, um, it's amazing. But yeah, it's a big part of like the communication is learning how to be able to talk about that kind of stuff and verbalize it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Also, random thought, but I need to say it. I realized something very recently about arguing with people. Mm -hmm. I'm so fucking good at it. 
And <laughs> oh, you don't even have to tell me about it. Like, <laughs> I'm so good at arguing. No, I've learned something oh. very recently you, that, that makes me better. Is giving away a secret? Yes. Okay. This is amazing. Do I already I've, know it? No. Maybe. It's, it's very self-explanatory. Like, once I say it, people will be like, yeah, that makes sense. All right? But, like, this is you do know that I am argumentative. We have argued many times. I know. Twice? Three? Maybe? <laughs> at least. Yeah. And that was just when the microphone was off. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I like to debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that I, I argue that much. I think it is often more of a debate. I, I, I rarely walk away angry. I get frustrated because... You, you, you throw the facts out? Yeah. And your position. And I often... Um, I talk a lot about how I think the answer to almost every issue lies in the middle it never lies on one of the ends oh i agree with you if you could oh my god i love meeting halfway yeah i love giving something i don't want to give yeah when i watch somebody else giving something they don't want to give yeah i love losing next to somebody who's also losing yeah because in the end you actually both win yes and i don't understand why people have a problem with that like you can just just give a little yeah that's all you have to do stand their ground you it's it's honor. But if we both have the same amount of ground, it's, it's fucking okay. pride. <laughs> okay, Klingon. Yeah. Like you're fuck. just gonna kill everything. It's ridiculous. But I realized something because I have very different views than like my father, right? And we argue about things, and he doesn't often have the whole picture. He watches like one news source, and he's like, "This news source is right, all the other ones are wrong." Kind of person. Hmm. Um, whereas I like to look at it from multiple different sources and yeah. stuff like that because I like. To find the middle. Yeah. What is the truth that lies in the center away from the two radical sides? Yeah. You know? But I realized something that changes everything about okay. arguing and debating with people. I'm getting closer to the mic with my ears. Yes. Does that make sense? No. Okay. <laughs> the first thing you say. As soon as you start, you know, they're like, well, I think this. You're like, well, I don't know. And then they start getting, you can tell right you're going to get into it. Oh, yeah. Right away, the first words, you say, all right, I see your point. And that's all. I see where you're coming from, and I see your point. That's all you have to say. I, I do it. I, I I do online arguing all the time about stupid things. But start with. I start with. I respect your position and what you're saying. But you're dumb. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I respect what you're saying. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. But not everybody needs to agree with you, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not here to pick a fight. I'm just here to let you know that you and I disagree. But I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. And then people don't argue with me. Yes. And like, I was like, literally, did, did, did we both win? Yes. Because... Like, you don't have to. This is the, the craziest thing. Like, you can say, I see where you're coming from, even if you kind of don't. No, okay, no. See, I, <laughs> I do see where... No, no, I try to. Yeah. I always try to. I often, when I have some very serious conversations, when I say, I see where you're coming from, it often, uh, in my head, is I see the fear or the misunderstanding or the ignorance. <laughs> Yeah. That you have in the conversation. Yeah. Um, that fuels. You. <laughs> yes. That fuels your opinion. Yeah. Because let's be, let's be honest. The big reason why so many people are, they hate something or they're against something is fear. Is if we let this one thing happen or if we allow this or Don't if, take my guns. Right. But like, you know, it's always like, they're, it's almost like they're always on a slippery slope. Those bitches are hanging out at the end of a slip and slide. And anything, anything <laughs> might push them down that edge and their whole life is going to spiral out of control. And it's fear. It's anxiety around something that you don't know a lot about. You don't quite understand. You know, a lot of, that, a lot of shit comes from, from that. And so when I say it, I see where you're coming from, that's what I, it's usually what I mean. is like, I, I totally, the, the emotions that you feel are very real. Yeah, like, yeah. The the frustration and the anger and probably the anxiety you feel is very very real. And so I want to help alleviate that, alleviate that anxiety a little bit. Um, usually by providing some facts or some alternate positions, right? Like I was having a lot of conversations this summer about like Black Lives Matter movement, and it was very much um, targeted towards like what people think about the police and like defunding the police and I was in a group of a whole bunch of like you know 30 40 year olds kind of thing Mm -hmm. and uh from you know the prairies and (laughs) farming towns and stuff so you can see where this is going Mm -hmm. um but they were very much like how can you just say you know they were looking at it very much of like it's either you agree with the cops or you agree with the black lives matter movement that's it and I'm like no um, I can understand that I can visually and like statistically see how many times cops abuse their power. Yeah. 
I can see that. But I can also understand, having been in emergency situations myself, how that job is fucking terrifying. And I It's can, like do or die every day. Yeah. Right? It's like you are on high alert. You are fight yeah. or freeze or fight. Yeah. Like, that is it. And you have a gun. Like, I literally With could not... With access to use it. I could not imagine running into a... I've run into situations, emergency situations before, that I did not know what was going on. No idea. And it was pure chaos, pure panic, pure... Can you imagine having access to a gun? Could you fucking imagine having access yeah. to a gun? Insane. And so that's how I approach those conversations of, like, I see, like, we can't look at these people who have this incredibly difficult job and just shit on them. Yeah. But we can shit on the people that don't give them enough education or training to deal with Well, also, situations. when you're grouping them together as these people, these, yeah. this job, it's, it's not all of those people. It's no. a select few out of the hundreds of millions of people that do that job. Yeah. So the you, issue is the it's the I always think it's like the culture and education around it. Yeah. Like you, I mean, uh, these people they do. Uh, uh, this is just one example too. But like they're doing this job, and it's like, should they f- kind of band together and ask for more training and ask for instead of asking for new guns and new equipment and new cars, should they not ask for the harder things of education. like how we can do better? Yeah. You know. And same thing of like the culture of often police as well is they don't even, they not only do, like they don't want to help often, they don't help themselves. They don't ask for the more convers like the more um, education. And they also have often a culture of um, when they're in traumatic events and they suffer trauma, there's not a lot of like, you should see a counselor. You know, you're probably going to have PTSD. Because there's many police officers who go into situations and their PTSD is triggered and they lose the ability to think rationally and they make poor decisions. So it's like more mental health care, more education. I feel bad for both sides. I'm allowed to feel empathy for both sides. I don't feel empathy for anyone. I know. Apparently, but I see I see where you're coming from. Thank you. <laughs> I understand what Thank you're you. saying. See, it's so fucking easy. <laughs> I appreciate your point of view. Oh my God. <laughs> I do. Thank you. And I can probably think about this for the rest of my life because of you. That's good. Too far? That's what I say. I think I'm not a god, man. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> uh, I mean, not in my head, but I'm sure in your head. In my head, absolutely. Pretty close. Anyway, I don't want to get on that topic for too long, but it's just an example of like, I don't know, people like need to step out of their own bubble and analyze who they are and what they believe. Um, people need to be not so insecure and be able to admit that they're wrong or admit that they have flaws. I'm wrong all the time. But people need, there's a fine balance between you need to be able to admit your flaws, but you also need to be able to go to bed every night and be proud of who you are. Which it's shouldn't tough. stem from whether or not your boss told you you did a good job one weekend when yeah. he wasn't there. Listen, that did rock my soul for like a little while. Should not have long. had a chat. Like, I'm not unapproachable. Like, sometimes. Uh, Probably like a day or two. I'm thinking like months. <laughs> no. A day or two? <laughs> no, I don't know. Still, I, still. I mean, I didn't like. I, I I've created. Didn't a, want to do it anymore. That's I've, pretty much it. Yeah, I've pretty much created a a family environment when mm-hmm. when I have a job when I when I'm the boss at a job. Mm-hmm. And if you can't talk to me about shit like that, yeah, then I've done something wrong. Yeah. So try and talk to me about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if we did or not, but I don't think we did. Because I, you and I have good memories, and neither one of us remembers us talking about I it. I remember talking, I don't know if it's about that specific situation, but I remember talking about it. Um, I remember you, I think you weren't talking to, uh, to me, you were talking about somebody else, but I remember saying something around, along the lines of, like, if you do your job, like, I've hired you to do a job, yeah. and if you do that job, you shouldn't need to be thanked, because that's what I hired you to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> It's just fair. Again, I just need it though. Yeah, no, I, I now I know. I just need it. Like my boyfriend, like I need him I need him to say nice things to me. I just it's very fra I I am a weird mix of like strong and independent but also very fragile. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the word fragile, so Fragile. Oh there we go. Yes, it's Italian. Yes. <laughs> I get it, it now. Is. I don't know. Fancy. I'm glad we got introspective today. A little bit different, right? I hope people appreciate it. I hope people um, think about who they are a little bit more and the things that they need in their life. I just That's my goal in life is just to inspire people 
And if you guys need to talk, reach out. Yeah, I like, this is like my thing. We could FaceTime. We could listen. We could record you and post it. No, no, why not? It's true. I I, I can try to show empathy. We can make a game out of it. Yeah. Does Clay feel empathy? I'm good at it. I have training in mental health care, so. I have no training. I'd be a terrible police officer. I have many years of it. Hmm. That's where I think that's where I built my empathy for. I just build relationships. Yeah. That's what I feel I do. Yeah. Relationships with the people I hire, relationships with my customers, mm-hmm. relationships. And then you tell them to go fuck themselves whenever they're sad. <laughs> that's not true. Okay, sorry. I, was just I, I buy in them the a blank. gift, remember? Yes, I, I was filling gift. in the blank. It's true, you do. Just trying to solve the problem. Um, how many times do you bring treats over? Like today. Today. You do that. You've learned something about yourself. I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, you work on uh, you I wanted work on you to try that, that dressing with the fruit and stuff and that cabbage. Yeah. I, I love the salad. Yeah. It was really good. But yeah, that's your thing is incentives, rewards, and gifts. That's your yeah. life. That's how you function. Partially. We can, well, we, I mean, we, can, I, we can have more than one thing. Yeah. The amount of dick pics I send out as thank you notes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should have realized this a long time ago. My mom stopped doing nice things for me because she was tired of the, the, the gifts I kept sending her. I told you, not everyone is receptive to the uh, way that you, you know show what? love. 45 pictures later, she yeah. finally opened her mouth and said, hey, stop. That's enough. Right? Yeah. Sometimes I can feel, you know, smother people with telling them like, oh, good job. You're doing great. You're doing good. And they're like, I got this. And leave me the fuck alone. I, I do it at work And sometimes all the time. you smother people with dick pics. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too much. It's too much. I mean, and when you give the same gift over and over, is it really yeah. a gift anymore? Well, I don't know. When you're giving it to the three, four different people, they're getting the same one, and then yeah. they start talking about it. They're like, "Hey, he gave me the same thing." Yeah. Is that like a re-gift? It's just a forward. He gave me a forward. It's <laughs> yeah. like he, he gave me a forward forward. Yeah. He forwarded it twice. Like who got the original? Yeah, it, it loses its um, you know, it's not as special anymore. It, it wasn't you know? special to it's start like, off with. Let's be honest. True. It's like when an artist makes prints and stuff, and you you Ridiculous. end up getting the like hundred thousandth no, print. Even when something. they don't label or number them. Yeah. I go to art shows all the time, like Comic Cons, and artists sell prints, and people mm-hmm. are buying them up like crazy. I'm just looking around. It's like they're drawing stuff at their table. That's one out of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you buying the $25 print when you could buy the $300 artwork? Yeah. They'll never make that again. It's yeah. yours and no one else can get it. Yeah, they don't care about... They want the print. Yeah, they don't care. Which is still cool. They're good prints. What is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They don't it, want to spend $300 when they can yeah, spend 20 Yeah, they, they don't care about being the only one who has it. Yeah. About the, you know... I buy prints only when the artist that I've commissioned makes a print of the artwork they did for me. Yeah. Which on the most part, they usually ask, hey, do you mind if I make prints of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. Do I get one? Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I don't care. That's awesome. I love when somebody says, oh my God, I got this print from so-and-so. And it's like, I have the original comic. Yeah. It makes me feel good. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, we should probably wrap it up. Yep. And Long time. I was going to say, so we've been talking a while. So one wasn't as funny. A I'm while? sorry. Every once in a while, we have some serious ones where I just... I think I know what I'm talking about, and so I just spew some shit. I don't have empathy. I have too much of it sometimes to the point where I have to stop having it. I would say I feel for you, but I don't have empathy. Yeah, that's understandable. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll do something funnier next week. I hope so. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see what happens. Maybe not. Okay, bye. Peace out, homies. Wish you 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 wish you